So we are back for another episode of Disrupting Recruitment with Rob Simons from Smart Recruiters, one of my favorite applicant tracking systems um, on the market today. So uh, Rob, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I um, I say I love like, like Smart Recruiters is one of my favorite uh, ATSs on the market, and and I'm not just saying that because we have a partnership which we'll talk about later, but um, but I just I, I love the um, the sort of innovation that that Smart Recruiters brings to the market and the sort of the the global candidate experience that you you guys are trying to pull in. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit um, and tell us uh, about Smart Recruiters and what sort of sets it apart from the rest of the ATS industry? Cool. Yeah, delighted to. So um, I actually started off life as a, as a headhunter recruiter. So I did that for about six, seven years and then had an epiphany and changed changed careers to move across to what was the fledgling applicant tracking marketplace back in the early 2000s. So I've spent the majority of my career uh, around recruitment technology and talent management technology. And, uh, yeah, I love it. It's, it's a passion. I'm still still interested. I actually joined Smart Recruiters seven and a half years ago when it was a pretty small business. Um, you know, I was the first employee here in, here in Europe. What, what kind of intrigued me and what caught my attention back in those days was um, really the potential of smart recruiters. So we're, we're a little bit different to some of the other technology vendors. Is, um, you know, our origin, you know, we are a second generation ATS. Um, our founder had built a, a Gen 1 ATS technology business and sold it. Um, I think the foundations for where we started all those years ago, um, you know, was mobile first. Um, it was... Uh, built for all users, not just recruiters. It was built for the candidate and built for the hiring manager, which was very, very different to the construct for the sort of the first generation of applicant tracking. And the other thing that we, we did um, was ensure that we had an open ecosystem. So we wanted to play nicely with other technologies. Um, we, we launched with a very robust set of APIs. And uh, of course, there's other modern vendors out there. But I think what we've managed to achieve is, you know, we got to that kind of enterprise growth. Uh, probably quicker than some of the others, um, and we, you know, we've got that advantage. Um, so that's kind of what what sets us apart, really, is that kind of foundations, how we've scaled um, the open architecture, and and the fact that as, as you've referenced, we're we're working with customers across the globe and some pretty big organisations, um, which has been fun to do so. Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting that you talked about sort of uh, the the robust API system that you have. And I know Smart Recruiters has an amazing marketplace. Um, it's, it's crazy how many systems out there don't want to play or just don't play well with others. Uh, you know, I think of like Phenom, for example, mm -hmm. who doesn't even have an open API. Um, and uh you know uh, other platforms that just want to be be all end all to to everybody and um you know what they say jack of all trades master of none mm -hmm. um there's a lot more to that saying but um you know i i i love how smart recruiters is 
saying, you know, this is what we're really, really good at. And we're going to build this really strong marketplace of not just technology, but of, of partners. And I think of what a Lynn Bailey and what mm -hmm. she's doing and, and some of her initiatives and building out this ecosystem of technology and um, advisors and consultants and, and all of this stuff to, to really create a strong marketplace um, that, uh, um, you know, really brings a lot of, of what recruiters needs together in, in one place. So when you look at your marketplace and uh, in, in some of the technology and great technology that's in there, what is it that you are looking for? Because I, I know global partnerships is, is, is a new part of your role, but mm -hmm. um, smart recruiters as a whole, what do you guys look for in terms of strategic partners and, and filling out that marketplace and, um, you know, as a as a person who is uh, maybe potentially looking at new applicant tracking systems, what is the value of that marketplace to me? Yeah, yeah. Um, so first and foremost, um, you know, the the partners we look for are ones who can really sort of complement our services and add value to our end customers. That's what it's all about. Um, we want to be able to provide our customers, you know, true solutions. Um, we've got this mantra that you've probably seen on our website, hiring without boundaries. Um, you know, our, our open ecosystems, probably one of the most vibrant uh, in the HR tech marketplace. And, and certainly, I think for a number of years has been the one uh, that a lot of um, competitors have been trying to emulate. You know, um, to answer the sort of the more specific point, we, we operate globally. Um, so we're looking for point solutions, both local and global, um, which our customers can select from. As you've said, it's not just about purely technology. It's about services. Because uh, I think, you know, one of the, the, the ongoing challenges um, that all organizations face is, is how do they find that balance between people, you know, the recruiters, the people they have, running talent acquisition, the processes that they have, then of course the technology or tools that underpin that. If you miss out any one of those three, you're, you're going to have issues. So from our marketplace perspective, it's not just about our tech, it's not just about um, you know um, other complementary technologies, it's about making sure we've got services and advisors to wrap around and help organizations um, address the challenges that they're facing. And, and ultimately, we want to offer a choice. Um, you know, best practice does not mean best fit. So having that breadth of partners um, that we work with is, is really highly valuable to our customer base because they can pick and choose what makes sense for their business. So that's ultimately why, why we're doing it, why we continue to invest. And, um, you know, certainly in my new role, my mission is to make sure that we, we pull ahead and continue to really innovate around this area. It's, I know integration is um, something that really is at the forefront for uh, a lot of HR professionals. Um, it's something that, uh, it, it's just been a challenge across the entire ecosystem. And uh, I know Sarah White uh, at Unleash was talking about integration being one of the biggest challenges that uh, HR professionals are having or one of the top concerns on the on their list. And um, 
So I, I think having a marketplace of technology uh, that Smart Recruiters integrates with is is really a brilliant way to go because if I, you know, it, it, it makes Smart Recruiters sort of the starting point of I'm going to start mm -hmm. here and then I'm going to build off of it. You know, everybody yeah. needs an applicant tracking system, right? Not everybody needs all the certain automation technology and not everybody needs AI and not everybody needs this and that, but to have those options available. Um, and so I could start with a really fantastic applicant tracking system and then build off of that um, is, is amazing. So how, when you're, when you're putting that together, um, you know, how important is that integration uh, piece for you guys mm -hmm. as part of the marketplace? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's critical to, to the success or failure of, of achieving this hiring without this vision. Um, so, you know, to, to build on your point, you know, there's there's plenty of analysis out there to say that the majority of recruiters in, in corporate recruitment land are probably touching between 8 and 15 different disparate technologies on a daily basis. You know, they're in their email, you know, they're playing around in Excel, they're probably on Teams. They may have, you know, an applicant tracking system. They may have a CRM. They may be, you know, having to sort of touch a, a chat bot and deal with their career site technology. You know, it could be a whole range of different solutions. So um, it's critical as an industry that we bring these solutions together to reduce the um, the manual interventions that you need to do when, when systems aren't integrated, but also unite the data so you can have, obviously drive better insights. And again, you know, one of the founding principles um, which can support this integration is also usability and the user experience. Because if these technologies are easy to use, people are more likely to put the data in and then you start having a better quality data set, which then ultimately drive, drives, drives a better outcome. So for us, um, you know, we're, we're obsessive about exposing, you know, as we're innovating and building out new functionality, um, we've got a big development team you know, we have to devote, uh, you know, a fair proportion of our time for exposing the endpoints for these APIs to then enable us to take advantage and their customers to take advantage of these new technologies out there in the marketplace. So you have to, you can't just build it and you're done. You have to constantly sort of invest and, and keep doing and, and the market's changing. How we integrate's changed. Um, you know, it's, it's evolving. So it's, uh, it's core to our strategy to, to keep a close eye on this. It's uh, it's crazy how many uh, recruitment professionals and like directors and VPs uh, are starting to understand what APIs are. Because mm -hmm. five years ago, if you said API to somebody in recruitment, they'd have been like uh, applicant processing information. Mm -hmm. What what is what is that? Um, you, you touched a little bit on data and, and pulling all of that data together, and uh, obviously. Uh, with Candidate Hub, I, I, I preach about data and the power of data, but uh, I, I think historically in the applicant tracking world, ATSs have made it difficult to harness that previous data. Uh, mm -hmm. And I don't know why. Um, it's good for our business, but um, it's like, how important is it? Um, you know, we were talking earlier about sort of recruiting while you're sleeping. And if you have a good data set, which most enterprise companies have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of potential candidates, 
sitting in their database. You know, we, we talk about yes, turning yesterday's silver medalist into today's gold medalists. Um, what's your thoughts on, on, on the power of that data and harnessing that data um, as opposed to going out and buying new data over and over and over again? Yeah, yeah, I think I think there's um there's two two sort of key topics intersecting there. One is one is how do you drive a better return on investment from your recruitment spend in terms of all the attraction strategies you have and and this huge database that you've built out over over the months and years. Um and and the second one is you know, how do you take the data sets and actually help run your talent acquisition teams better and, and drive insights? One's about extracting value. The other one's about, you know, how do you how do you sort of refine your processes moving forward? I think, you know, at the highest level, data, data can drive insights. And um, recruiters actually end up managing or handling fairly large data sets, as, of course, you're, you're very aware. You know, they've got candidates. Uh, both passive and active and past candidates, you know, residing in their database, even with the advent of GDPR and the need to kind of clean up and, and make sure that these data sets are current, that there's companies out there with millions of profiles in, in their databases. Um, recruitment also touches on employee data because, you know, when you're looking higher, you know, one of the, one of the great strategies is to look internally from within, you know, it helps, uh, you know, drive that sort of, um, you know, that employer brand. Um, you've got job data, you've got um, conversion metrics in terms of how, how the recruitment process is going. You've got, um, you know, timing data, date stamps, and of course, costs. So it's quite a, it's quite a big, broad, sort of diverse data set. And I, and I think that, you know, with these, you know, with these data sets, you know, a lot of organizations are actually augmenting other uh, aspects of data and information um you know to sort of help guide um guide that recruitment process such as talent management data so you know having spent 20 years in this space being great at your job as a recruiter and hiring great candidates and filling the job is one thing the big question is what happens next so does that does that person you hire actually go on to become a high performer do they progress through the company do they stay with your company do they really add value to your organization so I think um, sort of talent management information, performance data, financial data, retention, tenure data, you know, if you can, if you can bring this all together and merge this data, I think you can really start driving some meaningful insights and trends and, and understand where to invest. You know, data in itself, you know, zeros and ones, you know, doesn't really add any value. It, it's, it's the analysis the insights from data, which I think drives um, the, the business improvements. But it is a challenge. You know, over the years, um, you know, I've seen people go from spreadsheets into, um, you know, in-product reporting and then uh, beginning to start linking recruitment and talent management technologies with third-party data repositories, you know, data lakes, you know, data warehouses, business objects, Tableau, Vizier, um, doing some really cool stuff as well. So I think this is an ever-evolving, you know, part of this recruitment area, uh, and again, it's something that we we uh, we keep a very close eye on because we want to be able to help customers surface value uh, from the data that does reside within within the applicant tracking system. The greatest advancement in recruitment technology is here. If you haven't seen Shazam yet, 
Do yourself a favor. Their cutting-edge recruitment website tech is making clients across the globe more successful online. Shazami has taken the recruitment industry by storm due to the opportunities it creates and the problems it solves. If you do anything this week for your business, make sure it's booking a time to check out Shazami. Yeah, there's, um, you know, there's only so many Jim Durbins in the world uh, who like understand all of this and, and really did like digest all of it. Um, but there, it's, it's kind of funny because I, I'm really just starting to hear a lot more of recruiters and recruitment leaders paying attention to things like uh, email open rates and click through rates mm-hmm. and um, you know, conversion rates and, and all this stuff, but which is fantastic, but there's still so much more of the picture that's missing, right? Like, okay, so I hired most of my people from Facebook, but 75% of the people that I hired from Facebook left within the first six months. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, my open rate on, on, Facebook was three times the open rate uh, than uh, or click through rate to LinkedIn, but my click through rate to application rate on LinkedIn was, you know, five times higher than that of Facebook. Like there's there's so many nuances and uh, things to understand and, and pull it all together to see what's being successful, what's not being successful. You know, the old adage, I'm wasting fifty percent of my marketing dollars. I just don't know which fifty percent it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy to me. And and I've said, I I keep talking about this because it keeps being an issue, but it's crazy to me how many recruiters and hiring managers and TA leaders just want to buy more data. They just, all they want is what else is out there, right? Like even Mm -hmm. I, like you said, you were in the agency world. I was in the agency world. I think we all were at one point. But, uh, you know, you deliver a rock star to, to a, a hiring manager and they go, this guy's perfect or this girl is awesome. I really love her. Can you find me one more so I can compare them? Um, no, just if they're that good, hire them, just hire them. Um, it, it, like if, if in sales and marketing, if we spent that much money acquiring data and then just throw it out the window and then keep spending money to acquire the same data over and over again, we'd all lose our jobs. But in recruitment, we just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And it, I don't understand it. I just, it blows my mind. Um, you know, you've got uh great technology and smart recruiters that can help you match candidates that you already have in your database to, mm-hmm. to your jobs. Um, you know, technology like candidate hub that can help you uh, take some of those stale, that stale data and make sure that it's revived and up to date and who's engaging. And like, there's so your job's half done. If, if mm-hmm. you, if you use the data that's already in your existing, your existing database, your job's half done. You're like, you don't have to source. You, you've got a million candidates in your database. Stop sourcing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, so uh, one of the things that I, I'm excited to talk about um, is that uh, we've actually started partnering. Uh, we're very early in the, in the process. Um, so uh we're uh, we're helping smart recruiters to recruit internally for some of your roles, uh, but uh, bringing that that 
that marketing automation and and uh, and campaign technology to smart recruiters and, and your customers, um, much like ISIMs and their recruitment marketing automation. So if you're with smart recruiters and you're thinking about moving over to ISIMs, don't do it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this partnership. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's a great way for, um, you know, us to help smart recruiters, clients to leverage the awesome data that they already have, uh, in their database. So, uh, you know, what's, what's your thoughts on, um, sort of being able to take that data and, and turn sort of yesterday's silver medalists into today's gold medalists yeah i think i think it's um it's one of the things that organizations have been overlooking for a number of years um, you know to 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 the previous point you know there's a lot of value in um in databases if if they're if they're properly managed i think the value very quickly erodes if you're not maintaining and, and communicating with these people, I think the, you know, the fact that somebody was really interested in your brand and applied for a job counts for something. And, and I think that, you know, to your point, we see far too often organizations, they just constantly sort of post and pray, post and pray. And what they're not doing is focusing on, on the town pools and, and the relationships that they've already built. And there's, you know, there's several ways of doing that. I mean, you know, some organizations are using CRM or CRM modules to do that. Um, you know, what I'm really excited about from Candidate Hub is it, it offers an alternative approach to that, um, you know, where, where you're able to sort of mine the entire database and, and start sort of, you know, nurturing and building relationships, seeing, seeing which content uh, people are actually engaging with, and then surfacing back to the business and say, hey, look, look at all this gold. You know, you've got in in your database. You know, create opportunities for them. These are these are people who you know that they're, they're not in every other database. Um, so I think that the business needs need you know that presents a real opportunity with um, with with Candidate Hub. You know, to extract the value from you know from the database and, and the people they've um, you know they've contacted and, and met over the, over the time, and it's just another way of i think building that that candidate engagement and despite i mean certainly from a macroeconomic perspective you know we're in we're in fairly tough times um i haven't seen any business come to the table recently and say hey we've got it we've got it sorted we don't have a problem finding great candidates you know they, <laughs> they rock up every five minutes they're knocking on the door they're not i mean it's a different market out there to perhaps you know 2021 um but yeah organizations need to get more sophisticated how they how they get you know extract the value from these candidates that they um you know they come in contact with i I'd like it it just blows my mind could you imagine if uh you know your sales people uh said um you know oh well we we already talked to that customer before and they didn't buy that and so i'm not going to bother trying to sell them again like I, i'm just yeah. going to go try to find new customers or you, oh you know what you already ate at this restaurant once you don't have to come back in right like yeah yeah no it's crazy it's, yeah. it's crazy yeah so uh, looking to the future uh, a lot of talk right now around AI generative AI conversational AI and and I know that uh, there's some AI tools in your marketplace and mm -hmm. and whatnot so uh, what's your thoughts on 
how AI technology is going to shape the future of recruitment? Um, it's a hugely exciting and very busy uh, topic area for, for, for the industry. There's quite a few obvious use cases where I think it's it's a no-brainer uh, to to take AI and and, and to use it uh, in the process. And there's solutions out there already which was really helping, really adding value in the marketplace. Um, so they're, they're, you know the you know they're helping address bias. You know remove remove some of the bias in processes. They're they're enabling organisations uh, to handle. You know, high volume recruiting, which is which is a very heavy lift, right? You know, I've been in the space, you know, twenty odd years. Um, you know, I worked with um, you know an organisation here in the UK who needed to hire thirty thousand people before Christmas. They'd have a million applicants to get down to the thirty thousand temporary hires they need to make. They had a enormous team to handle that. Now with AI, you know, you can start doing more sophisticated things in terms of matching and kind of screening and taking people into the process. Um, so that's really helping. And I think, um, you know, things like scheduling, um, you know, just, just, I mean, that was biggest bugbear I had um, probably as a recruiter was trying to schedule interviews, you know, but there's AI tools and scheduling tools out there who can, they can read both diaries and they can they can surface the common times and kind of make the connection without without the aggravation. Um, so there's there's you know there's a lot out there, but equally, you know there's a lot of hype. Um, there's a lot of hype. I think there's going to be some some winners and losers. Um, and you know, as the last five days have, have shown, um, you know I think there's uh, you know there's a lot of noise around this AI space, um, and there's some risks uh, that we need to mitigate as well. Um, you know, even the people who are you know much more deeply into the AI space than I am, you know, are surfacing that there are risks that um, we need to factor in and consider as we get super excited around innovation with this new technology. But go see uh, the machine. Go go see in the machine. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, most most people have seen Terminator, and uh, you know, most people probably seen the news over, over the last five days. Um, you know, with what's going on with uh, with OpenAI, etc. Um, but within within recruitment, um, having attended you know two big conferences, one in one in the states, one in Europe over the last six weeks, um, yeah, there's a lot of buzz, a lot of buzz around AI right now. Yeah, like there's, I, I think AI can take so much burden off of um, off of the shoulders of the recruiters and really allow recruiters to have conversations with those candidates that are ready for conversations. So talking to the right people at the right time. Um, mm -hmm. and just building relationships. Like if I, I look at technology like Bright Hire um, and, uh, and things like that, like I, in sales, uh, you know, most salespeople are using tools like, uh, uh, you know, transcriptions and, and things like that. So I know, you know, I can keep, tr I don't have to write notes anymore. I, I when I'm on a sales call, mm -hmm. I don't write notes anymore. I have an AI that sits in the background and it, captures the entire conversation it says this is what your uh th these are the pain points that were identified these are the action items that need to happen and tools like bright hire and some of those other ones that are that are allowing recruiters to just have conversations you know everyday conversations with candidates and the ai is like analyzing that conversation and picking up the strong yeah. points and 
I you know, suggestions for next interviews and, and all this stuff. And it's just taking, I think, a lot of weight off of the shoulders of and reducing cost for for employers. So mm -hmm. it's uh, to me, it's it's the way to go. It's uh, and it can alleviate a lot of sort of those tasks that nobody likes to do. Uh, mm. You know, yeah. Let's get this. There's, quite a, there's, the there's quite a few of them in the recruitment process. You know, it's yeah. uh, it definitely needs to be a very manually, manual heavy, heavy process. So anything that can help take that away, to your point, uh, from recruiters and free them up to add value and, and really get get to understand the candidates better and, and, and make that uh, make that connection is is highly valuable. Absolutely. So, what does the future hold for smart recruiters? I know you're you're new into this uh, global partnerships role. Um, what, what's your vision? Where are you trying to take it? So, um, we always have an eye on the future. Um, we, we're hugely optimistic. We're excited about what the future holds, um, for, for this business and for our customers. Um, you know, since day one, we've been on a mission to, you know, to try and fix recruiting. Um, there's still a lot of work to do. And, you know, just despite, you know, kind of the progress we've made, the market, as we've just been talking about, is is super dynamic. Um, you know, new technologies are being released, um, and you know this is why this open ecosystem is so important. It's impossible for one vendor to be on top of all of the innovations. Um, you know, ac across the whole spectrum of what's happening. Um, yeah, but we want to help uh, customers capitalize on those emerging tools, as I've mentioned before. I'm I'm delighted to 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 welcome back to Smart Recruiters Rebecca Carr. Uh, he's come back as chief product officer. She she was with the business for seven years, took a two year holiday, and has come back. Um, so she's breathing a lot of energy in, into innovation and, and our roadmap, which we all greatly appreciate. Um, you know, some of which are, are AI co co pilots. So she's building out a number of AI co pilots. You know, whilst we're talking on the topic of AI. So I think you know our attitude is you know customer first. Let's make sure that we're we're adding value. Let's make sure that we innovate. Um, work to act core competencies, create this ecosystem to give customers choice. Um, you know, and, and and continue to keep focused on you know how do we how do we make uh, you know hiring easier? Because um, it's 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 you know it's still difficult, um, but we are making good progress on on helping customers um, get more efficient and uh, drive more value through talent acquisition. Yeah, you, you know. Um... Congratulations to Rebecca to coming back. That is a market that so many companies are afraid to tap into. Um, mm -hmm. Alumni, like, uh, you know, taking all of those previous employees that have left. I mean, there's some that have left and they're never coming back. They may never want to. You may never want them to. Um, whatever, but there's so many good employees that leave and go to different companies for different reasons. Um, but staying in touch with those alumni and nurturing those alumni and, uh, you never know when your paths are going to cross again. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you've got a, a rock star who went on to different things and learned and expanded their skill set, and, and now has different vision and different perspectives that they can bring back to the table and uh you know i 
I think it's a great opportunity to tap into talent that a lot of companies are, are staying away from. And I just, again, don't understand why they don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, you know, some, you know, most, most companies are beginning to start tracking, you know, attrition or turnover, you know, regretted or non-regretted loss. Um, you know, turnover is good. You, you need to have turnover in organizations to breathe new life in, into areas. I think uh, having zero turnover is, is, is also a bad thing. So, um, but to your point, you know, alumni and those regretted losses or, or people who are high potential and perhaps just hit a ceiling so they had to move uh, between companies, it's critical to stay in touch with them. You know, perhaps it's the, the, the old headhunter in me, but I know how hard it is to hire great people. Um, so, you know, when talent leaves, um, to your point, stay in touch with them because, hey, guess what? You know, the grass is not necessarily green life is you know i'm throwing a few sort of corny puns out but life is about timing you know sometimes people hit a ceiling or the opportunity they need is not available in the company they move you stay in touch with them to your point they acquire new skills they develop they love the culture they just didn't have the role and you know when the timing's right and the role opens you need to be able to get to re-engage these people and the best way to re-engage them is to have maintained some contact with them whilst they've been out of the business. It's much easier to do that. And we, um, you know, there's a number of number of um, people who have left and rejoined this business, which I think speaks volumes for, for, for what we're doing. But um, it's a, it's a, it's something I agree. Organizations need to focus on more. Now it's too bad. There wasn't the tool that would help you do that. Oh, wait, no. there is. <laughs> uh, well, listen, uh, it, it's great to have you on again. I, you know, I do, I, I love smart recruiters. I, um, you know, I was the, I was the, uh, Victoria's dad who came back from unleash with, uh, um, what's the, your, your little, uh, what, Winston. What, Winston that yeah, yeah. Winston, I brought, I brought a Winston home for my four-year-old. Uh, and, uh, you, you would have thought that, uh, I, I, won the jackpot while I was in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, <no goods>. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it was good uh, good uh, having a chat with you. I will definitely tag all of your, uh, you know, social media and, and whatnot um, when we, when we post this so people can get a hold of you. Um, it, uh, I'm excited for uh, what the future holds with, uh, with our two companies. And um, I look forward to chatting again. Perfect. Bradley, thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure. I'm also excited about what the partnership can bring. Um, you're doing awesome things with Candidate Hub. So uh, all the best for the future and hopefully we'll speak again soon.